So ladies, welcome to another podcast. And this time I'm so excited to have Miriam Bakker with me because Miriam actually joined my first Lead to Empower program and she decided to be a visible role model for other women, to pay it forward to other women. And she's also part of the Board of Believers network of mentors that I've set up to help other women so they can see how they've done it, so they can learn from their mistakes. So I'm super excited, Miriam, that you're here with us today. Thank you Thank so you. much. And we're going to discuss a couple of things that have happened in Miriam's career that hopefully you ladies can learn from. Um, so Miriam, your current role, you're a team coach, but then I found out that you're that the title is team coach, but that you're actually senior vice president here at ABN AMRO. That's quite a, you know, a big role to have. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, the role and the things that you're doing now so the audience knows what you're doing? Okay, well, um, yeah, I'm a team coach within uh, ABN AMRO, within Credit Risk, and that means that I am responsible for uh, the credit risk within SME, retail banking and private banking. So my team is uh, working on analysis and um, approving uh, credit files, but also we are risk type owner. And because we have like three, we are, um, and I am responsible for these three segments, we are um, uh, responsible for quite a large um, 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 portfolio. portfolio of our um, uh, credit book. How much? <laughs> Can well, you I, say I, that? <laughs> I, don't, I think like six billion or so. I don't know. Wow, that's Maybe a lot more. of money. I don't, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's but a lot. It's a lot. lot. Yeah. And, and, and how many people report to you? Uh, like 20. Wow, yeah. so that's quite big. Yeah. yeah. So you've got an impressive... But, but, but I have to say, they, they don't report really because we do self-organization. So yeah. that's, that's, that's they different. Still, they, they, still, are my, they are my responsibility. I was yeah. going to say, you're doing yeah. the whole nuance women thing. That Don't do that. Just say, okay. yeah, they report to me. Even if they're self... You know, the, the, the method doesn't matter. Okay. They still have to go and ask you for a raise. So um, I love that. Uh, that you've got such an incredible role because there's not a lot of women who are in, in that position, right, here at ABN AMRO? Well, uh, yes and no. No, of course, because we still... Uh, are not 50%. Uh, no, we are not 50% and we're supposed to be, I guess. So that's what we are, we are aiming for. Uh, but within ABN AMRO, um, within the, in the uh, management teams, the quote is better than in the operational teams. But that is a problem because we need more women there to, um, um, to, rise. To, yeah, to rise and to uh, develop to a better, uh, to a better quote. So um, yeah, we do, we do need more women uh, in yeah. the boardrooms and in the, in the management teams, but we also do, more uh, do need more women in the senior roles um, um, preparing for to take the the roles in the in the management teams after that yeah so um for me to encourage that one of the things research has shown um is that women need to be visible yeah. and they also need a sponsor we're going to talk about that later those were the two main things that research has shown 
a catalyst just did a research on this and they said women just aren't visible enough and one way of becoming more visible is by having a mentor because they can sort of guide you through it but let's talk about that visibility because I do believe it's 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 important and this is what my whole personal branding program is based upon and I remember you being in Spain and telling me this anecdote of a time where you weren't visible um, do you know what, what I'm talking about, yeah, that I situation? Do. Can you tell the audience about that? Yeah, I should have known you then, because then that was uh, that problem <laughs> wasn't happened. Well, I was about 30 years old, um, and I, 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 I had a, a great job, and I did a lot of projects next, next to it, and I was really doing well. So I was nominated to go into like a talent pool, and that was uh, before there were also a lot of people in it, but that was stopped, so it was really special. And was it here at ABN Amro? It was here at ABN Amro. I am so working here for about 20, 20 wow, years. Wow, 20 now. years already. Yeah. Didn't plan that, but it happened. And um, then um, my boss knew it, and, 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 and the boss of my boss knew what I've done. So I was uh, nominated there. And then um, the board had to decide who would be in the, uh, in the, in the in talent, talent pool, pool. because of course more people were nominated that there was space and then i didn't uh, uh, cut the, the the space while others that i knew of did get it and i knew i thought i did more special things that than they did and yeah, I so was, you knew you should have gotten it yeah and i was so so mad at first but then when i thought about it I realized that those ladies were um, making work of their network and they were connected to the board members and to more of the board members. I only knew the one that was uh, the boss of my boss. And, um, and that I didn't, uh, I didn't cut that space because of um, yeah, me, didn't, uh, that, that, that I didn't connect to all those uh, board members. So you weren't visible to them? I wasn't visible at all. So I thought, okay, that, that's my own fault and I have to change but it. But how did you how did you realize that you weren't visible to them? Did somebody say it to you or did you do your own research? When did that conclusion fall? Yeah, I, I was so... Um, frustrated. Frustrated. And, but but I, yeah, I was investigating and analyzing it for myself. Why did they... Uh, what could it have been? Yeah, what could it have been? And then... This was the only solution this I could yeah. uh, think of, and I knew it was it was right. So then I thought, okay, when you don't connect, you miss out. Yeah, sure. And and then I uh, I changed it, and I, I I also realized how enriching it is to connect to people that you um, that interest you and that inspire you. So um, yeah, I I made I made an effort to connect to people in uh, in other work areas and had more responsibilities than that I had and uh, and and the nice thing was I could inspire uh, they could inspire me of course and help me uh, but I could also inspire them so it's always uh, a two-way street yeah so um, you're talking about this reciprocity in networking I really believe that because I think that if you're networking you should always give something before you're sort of expecting something a lot of the women um, that I speak to they think that they've got to sell themselves when they're networking or they've got to offer something but um, they're doing it in the wrong way because they're they think as networking as not as what you just said which is making connection yes 
but rather than selling. Yeah. So you believe in the power of networking. I believe in the power of networking. It's a great tool if you want to make yourself visible. Um, I remember that you had another story about that, about how you got a lot of offers because yeah. of the networking that you did. How did that go? Yeah, so after that rejection, I I was I knew I had to change my attitude against networking. I didn't li- like to go to network uh, drinks. And then we talked about it in Spain also. Um, how can that be? Because I do like socializing and I do like meeting new people. Yeah. And so it's it's just because it, it it feels like work or it feels like something I have to do. But it feels you just have to change your change your attitude and mind uh, against that. And then I I I got a mentor that was really uh, I really had a connection with him. So that is really important that you that you find somebody who um, yeah. Who, who you really like and who has has same stories like you. Maybe he's more he or she has more experience than you, but it's nice that you are on the same page on yeah. what you want to do or what, or what your ambitions are. Um, and I was talking to him a lot, and sometimes there were opportunities, but I d- didn't really wanted to move yet, so I was just networking. But then there was this moment then that I went to him and I said, okay, I need to leave my current position now i don't like it anymore i have problems uh, uh, issues in, in in the contact of in, uh, with my boss i need to leave i need to to de- to do something more meaningful do you think that women do that often that they only um want to leave when they're not unhappy instead of maybe leave when they're still happy but just look at it as a step up because i think that men strategically can leave when they're happy. But I think women are so loyal. Probably, yeah. Yeah, because the reason I'm saying this is because I had this other you know, woman that I was talking about, and she was saying within their company, they had a lot of women who should be moving to the next phase, but aren't. And yeah. she was really frustrated with that because she couldn't get them to move because they used the argument of, but I'm happy here. Yeah. But for me, it means you're in your comfort zone. So you're not really growing and learning new things anymore. So you need to keep challenging yourself. I mean, you... I get, yeah, but for me, that means I, I will become unhappy because yeah. I need to grow. Yeah. And when I don't grow anymore, values. yeah, then, then, then that was also the reason. I was, I was doing that job. It was so easy for me. Yeah. And at first it's like, okay, it's nice, in the comfort zone but for me that's not so nice and I I think but I do think there is much more hesitation with women than with men uh, about making that move we also see that here we had there is this question about equal pay and also within ABN AMRO we have this and uh, what our um, what we think right now is that there's no issue with when you are in a in a role same as a, as a as a as a male it will be quite the same but it's that problem that you uh, addressed right here that probably ladies working here don't move as fast as men working here and well we have to investigate 
how that, uh, what, 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 what's the root cause of that. But that is an issue that's still uh, also uh, here. And, and maybe you've also because me, you've just given me another angle for a white paper. White paper. Yeah. Why don't women move fast enough? Why are they so hesitant? Yeah, because uh, because we don't have to point to others for that. Probably it's because of um, well competences we have to uh, pay more attention uh, to. Yeah. Uh, you 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 have this. I believe in the in the balance of uh, uh, feminine and masculine uh, stre- uh, strengths. Um, you both need them, but of course, when you are more feminine, you 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 you, you may have to develop some more masculine strengths to uh, to add to your uh, add core to competences. Your, yeah, yeah. your core competences, and and the same goes for um, uh, men to uh, to invest in some feminine uh, competences. So let's get back to your story. So you were saying that you weren't happy, you were in your comfort yes. zone, and this guy went up to him and said, "Okay, I'm ready." I'm ready and I, I want to move now. And then he, within no time, he gave me three opportunities. Um, uh, he sent uh, three con- uh, connections of him, uh, emails. This is Miriam Bakker, she's really good. Because uh, uh, he wanted to give it to you. Yes. And you had knew. invested in the relationship. Yes, and he knew, yeah, he knew I, uh, what, what I could and what I couldn't do. But and what I would, uh, yeah, what would be good suggestion for me. And then I talked to both uh, all the three um, uh, contacts, and I could come at three jobs. But, I could but choose. What I love about this story is that, first, you invested in him. Yeah. You spend a lot of time with him. Yeah. Secondly, you look for commonalities. What do we have in common with each other? Why do I actually like this guy? Right? So yeah. it wasn't like you were using him. You were just connecting with him, yeah. which is what I'm saying to women all the time find out what you have in common with each other and then move from there and build a relationship make it sustainable because if it's sustainable then you're not out to get something and that person feels that right that person feels oh Miriam is looking at me for me instead of she needs me for her career yeah right yeah I was talking to for me I, I made a new contact also because I might want to move and I made a contact to um, uh, to senior manager within uh, AB Number within the retail organization, and we talked about that because we had a really good connection right away. But at first, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Blah 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 blah. And then you only you don't feel it. And then we really got to, what is your background? How? Uh, wh- wh- where do you believe in? What, uh, so you were telling your story. I was telling my story to him. He was telling his story to me. And then he, he asked me, where do you want to be in five years? Ah, I ask that question all the yeah, time. But, well, <laughs> I but love it. wait and see this. Because I said, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> what did he say? I am I'm there already. I only want to learn and grow and do nice things. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking for people who connect with me and where I can add. But that is also because I am where I am yeah, right now. You're in a top position. Yeah. But um, then he said, oh, I love your reaction. There are so much people who say, I want to be a senior manager in five years. And it's only about the position. And it's not about I want to help the bank grow or I want to help uh, help my organization. Uh, it's your female it's leadership. Only, it's only what I want to do for myself. And we don't like that. So it's, I think the, the, um, what is the boodschap? 
message. The message in this is, it of course it is good when you want when you have your ambitions uh, when you have your ambitions and when you know what you want to learn. But also think about this that a connection is, yeah, you want to really connect with somebody and um, life goes about more than uh, the ambition in a goal of of a job or. Uh, more salary or it's about your life purpose you want to uh, make uh, you want to make um, uh, yeah what you want to do in this life that m- that makes more of an impact than telling people i want to grow and be in that in that position yeah so what i call that it's chapter six in my course ladies it's called positioning the positioning is discovering your why your purpose in life why you do what you do your intrinsic motivation and what really gets you up in the morning. It will yes. not just always be the money. It won't be the um, the way that people view you, sort of the outside image that you have. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the brand that you want to be. And that comes down to answering those difficult questions. Who am I? What do I do? Why do I do what I do? How am I really adding value to people's life? And how can I just, you know, help others? So it's asking those difficult life questions, right? Yes. And also, when you do that and when you live like that, you will be so much more happy than when you're only following a goal of, um, I do need to to have a career. But we do need uh, women in top positions and we do need you to grow, but do it because you really want it and because you know why you do it. It's sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. So you got three job interviews through your network. Yes. And you got one of them. I took one of them. I could Did you, I could you offered, take all, all of All three were offered to you. Yes. Because he also put in a good word. Yeah. And that helps. That helps. Yeah. But this is something women don't know. They don't create cheerleaders about around them. Because he was a fan of Miriam Bakker. He was yes. like, I am a big fan of this woman. I know what she can do. I know what she can love. You need to get her. You're crazy if you don't get her on your team. It's like, you know, somebody being like this big fan saying, oh my God, you need to go to this share concert. Because yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You need somebody to do that. And yeah. women don't do that often enough. So if you had one tip, Miriam. When it comes to networking, when it comes to mentoring, when it comes to being visible to the right people, would that tip be go out there, look for a person, man or a woman, who's in a higher position than you are and try to make a connection? Yes. And and accept help. Don't be proud. Ask for help. We are here to help each other. Yeah. And... uh, um, it's all about that, I guess. Yeah. And it's so it's so enriching also for somebody who helps you. Yeah. It's, it's always because it helps them. It's always yeah, it, it helps them too. To it's them. always a two-way street. Yeah. I still talk to him. He doesn't work with an AB number anymore and I was uh, having a drink with him a few months ago and he sent me an, uh, uh, an app. Thank you. It was so nice to speak to you again. It was really enriching for me. It's not always, it's it never a one-way street. It's always a two-way street when you really invest in it. Great. So last but last question, um, it also has to do with your visibility because I really believe that the more you're visible, the more you're paying it forward to other women. Yeah. But there's something that are holding, there's some <laughs> things holding you back because you still have some limiting belief. I've, I, you know, I know it's very scary for you to even share the fact that you're in a white paper with other women. 
Yes. With a beautiful photo shoot, if I might say. You look amazing. You look like a rock Thank star. You. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and you must have had compliments. I did a lot. Did you lot. love it? Because yes. it was like right on. I did it well, right? It, yeah. It's it it had an impact. You don't want to do something and it doesn't have an impact. No, it's true. But yeah. you have a limiting belief, and I know it comes from your childhood. I know it comes from the way that you were raised. And and what was that limiting belief? Yeah, it's I was raised Calvinistically, so that's be uh, normal, then you are enough, and uh, bragging is just a no go. And uh, putting yourself out there, being a role model, is easily confused with bragging and being arrogant so that's that's a limiting belief i have so it's 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 difficult for putting myself out there putting myself out there on linkedin or being a role model because i don't mind talking to groups about content but i thought before we went to spain i don't have a story what should i tell <laughs> i have i have like an easy background i could, uh, I, I could study i um i I'm, I'm quite uh, assertive, so I, I, I was always able to ask for what I wanted. Um, but yeah, now I, I do realize that when I want to help other women, I do need to yeah, put myself out there and tell my story. Um, yeah, but the limiting belief is that I, can't, I cannot take that place. It's not for you to take that position in the no, spotlight. No, I'm not that special. You're not that special. Yeah. So why should the spotlight be on me? Yes. And I always say, when women say that, I say, it's not about the spotlight being on you. It's about using that spotlight to get other women in the same spotlight. It's about paying it forward. Yes. So you helped me with that, Nancy. Thank <laughs> you very much. So I'm doing it, but it's not that the limiting belief. But it came from your mother. Right? It came from my mother. Yeah. And you're still having difficulties convincing her. Yeah. So so it's it's it's. We need to get her to one of our events. I guess. Well, yeah, that would be really nice. But so it's. But that's that's the thing about limiting beliefs. I I I think you 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 grow when you recognize them, but you 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 will probably never. Uh, really lose them they will all sometimes this, this voice in your head will say the same but the thing is you have to be conscious about it and think okay no i'm not going to listen to that voice yeah because this is for it's going to sabotage me it's like having those little devils yeah. on you and, and it's always and it's not not only bad yeah, because mm -hmm. there's also good things about it that you don't think you are better than somebody else and that you that you had for me that's the good thing about it that i know everybody deserves a place in this world and uh, that's the good thing, but 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 the, the limiting part of it, yeah, go away. Yeah. So from now on, we're gonna see more of you because, like I said before, where we have this mentorship program, and Miriam is one of the people that people had on their list. Like you were top ten, people wanted to talk to you, and they, I think, gravitated to you, you know, for your story, and and also that you work at a, you know, pretty big company, which is pretty impressive. Um, and there aren't a lot of women out there telling their story from this company and we need more of that, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I do. Not think. just internally, but also externally. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, 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 I feel um, um, a little bit shy about that, that you're telling me that, but also I know, yeah, okay, this is a big company. We have a lot of 
interesting stories, I guess, because it's uh, yeah, the corporate world is all over us here yeah. and here in the here in the south. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I uh, I'm happy to share that with uh, with with people who want to uh, know about that. But the, yeah. f- the major lesson is that you've got to define it first, because when you came to Spain, you defined your story. And yeah. I, I always tell women, don't become visible if you don't know your story. You've got to know what you want to say. You've got to know what you want to share with the world. You've got to know how you want to inspire people before you take that stage, that platform and start giving interviews. Know what you want to say, right? Yeah. Because then you're a professional. You're prepared. You know what you want them to take away. Yeah. So... You really helped me with that. <laughs> thank you. I'm saying that. But thank you for this interview. Um, ladies, um, if you want to know more about Miriam and you haven't read the white paper yet, please go out there and read it. And Miriam, I'm sure that they can contact you via LinkedIn if they, you know, or maybe not all do coffees, but just have questions or things you never know. Of, of course, these. I do like because I like to connect to people. So don't uh, hesitate. Don't, be, don't hesitate. And don't be afraid. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, ladies. Um, next up, we'll be talking to Sharita Bone of the Pers Group. So look out for that uh, for that uh, podcast as well. See you soon. Bye.